I've heard some of your podcasts. How often are you doing them? I'm doing like once every couple weeks. Okay. So, uh, and yeah, everybody, I'm the host of the Lodell Foodies, Michael Roland. I'm honored to have Jeff Meese here, Bloomington restaurant owner, and he also owns numerous other businesses that we'll get into here in a minute. Jeff, I was actually doing some research on you, and I'm shocked you were able to take a few minutes here to take a breath, let alone sit down for an interview. Can you take us through what a day in the life of Jeff Meese is really like right now? Yeah, well, it depends how much energy I have that day. Some days I need a nap. I can imagine, man. Because I'm in my 50s. Summertime, I do like to do that Italian-style life where you get up at the sunrise and work for about six hours and then take a siesta get back up okay. i love that I are love you big on naps day. like daily does it help you recharge i well i don't get them daily but yeah in my perfect like if i've got my life set up right there's a nap in the afternoon for sure wow that's incredible <laughs> and jeff what's awesome is being in the food delivery industry i noticed you got your start back in 1982 working at domino's in the food industry and can you talk about what it's been like because Domino's started pizza delivery, what, in the beginning of the 1980s? Yeah, they, it was the 70s that they got started, and uh, it's really a remarkable company. Uh, the founder, Tom Monahan, uh, basically kind of retooled the pizza business. Uh-huh. You know, pizza, pizza uh, the first pizza places in the U.S. were basically uh, from uh, guys who were in World War II and came back from Italy and started these pizza shops and they were more sort of based in what was over there and so pizza places became they were they were like cafes typically and uh they didn't just have pizza you know they had salads and they had uh maybe they had mozzarella cheese and they had meatballs and they had subs and they Uh had um uh all sorts of sandwiches and and uh, pastas and what monahan did was uh he stripped it all down to to uh, two sizes of pizza with 13 toppings and Coca-Cola one size and uh, uh, promised delivery in 30 minutes or it was free and uh, started in, started in I think it was East Lansing, uh, Michigan and started franchising. He did a lot of really innovative things besides just this amazing, you know, very simple, uh, he was to pizza for sure what Ray Kroc was to hamburgers, you know, with McDonald's. uh, every, every, all the successful chains and and hundreds and hundreds of independents like me, I think, basically modeled our system on Domino's. So uh, on that, on the way the stores were set up. So pretty phenomenal system. And what was it like for you being involved in the pizza industry and really the newfound delivery days? Because when you think about it, when you were at Domino's, what was it? Just three or four years old? The pizza delivery process? Oh, it was older than that. And the the uh, the original places they deliver pizza too. You know, yeah, you, uh-huh. you had uh, even I think in the fifties there was probably pizza delivery. Oh, I didn't from, know that. Oh, yeah, there was. But but Domino's. Uh, but it might have taken an hour. You okay. Know, the guy, you know the the you know the soup Nazi sort of you know because sort of I don't get there when I get whatever. Yeah. But Dom, you know, he really revolutionized that. Um, so in Bloomington, when I arrived, 1980, really, uh, uh, and so I'm a freshman in Right Quad, and uh, uh, Domino's was just running circles around it. I discovered this. We didn't have pizza delivery where I grew up. It was a little town. 
Uh, but I found myself, you know, you could get a small pizza for five bucks uh-huh. with a drink, probably, and I, I'd get pizza like three times. I just thought it was great. You know? Yeah. Write a check, no problem. Sounds uh, awesome. Parents paid the bill, you know, the other check, and they didn't mind seeing pizza on the bill. They didn't seem to. So okay. anyway, so when my sophomore year, I came down here. I needed a job, and I got a job as a delivery guy, and that's sort of what started the whole thing for me was getting that delivery job. And did that trigger for you that aha moment where you were like, I need to own my own shop? Like what, what made you realize that Jeff? Well, I think what it was, was I was always, so I'd grown up in a family business. I thought, I think that was probably the critical thing for me. Like that was just the water I swam in when I I came to uh, IU to go to business school. But I thought that business school was about learning how to start a business. That's what I thought business school was. You and me both. Was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people still sort of think that. And, and then I gradually, even it didn't take me long, maybe by my second semester, I'm going, huh, this is like everything's these, the, the stuff we're studying, big corporate stuff. And, and um, um, it, it, it didn't grab me. I had a hard time really, you know, uh, but I didn't know, I, I wasn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just, I'd been in a family business, you know, so it, uh, then, so what happened with my job at Domino's was, uh, Domino's in those days was populated, well, our store, and all, all, there were, there were some hundreds of stores by that point. Okay. Although Bloomington, I just re- realized I didn't work at the original one. It had, the Bloomington was one of Domino's first markets, like in the first 10. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know either. And I got to actually check that, but I was told that really recently. Anyway, so I've got this, I've, I'm working, you know, and I've had a job already since I was seven years old. So I know like how to be a good employee. Uh-huh. Right? So I'm a driver and, and I, I quickly, I'm a good employee, even though I'm only working a few nights a week, uh, and I ingratiate myself to this young management team who's there, because I'm always, so I'm keeping busy, and I hustle, you know, hustle is... You were really know, passionate. Yeah, yeah, I was, I, uh, I liked, uh, I liked doing a good job, so, uh, so I ended up being one of the, you know, the managers would, a couple of the managers live together, and when you work all night, and you close a store at three o'clock in the morning, and, you know, and then you're all fired up, and you got a little cash in your pocket, and you got go to somebody's house after you clean the store it's five o'clock in the morning and drink jack daniels and do bong hits till the sun comes up <laughs> uh-huh. you know and uh and these guys had an idea that they a couple guys wanted to open up competing place to, to domino's in town and cross town to shopping center where we are had just been built and they had sort of their eye on this last bay over there that hadn't been uh hadn't been taken yet it was okay. still gravel floor and I kind of got involved in these discussions and um, and then ended up, I was a guy uh, who wrote a business plan and uh, uh, for the thing. And so that started, that started me getting focused on the business, even uh, though I really didn't know how the business worked operationally. It got me in touch with, we had access to some of their income statements for the store, the, the P&Ls, and could see see what food costs were and what labor costs were and those kind of things. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, so that was sort of the start. And I ended up writing a business plan, talked to my father into co-signing a $100,000 loan oh, wow. for us. And, um, and we got open in 1982, the okay. fall of 1982. Wow. So, and that was the beginning of that. You were still a student? I was still a student. Yeah, actually, the summer, the summer that I that I was working on getting the store open, uh, 
I was still, I was do I did I-Corps that summer. Wow. A-Corps it was called then, but yeah, I did that. Crazy. How did you balance uh, your time? It, I didn't do it very well, I don't think, <laughs> but, but I was young and had a lot of energy. And then yeah. you just, from there, when you graduated, was your business, had it launched yet with Pizza Express? I never graduated. That was my, that was, uh, A-Corps was sort of after my sophomore year, right? That's the beginning okay. of your junior year. And I, that was the end of it. That was your education was where you're like, my, time to be hands on. My parents thought I would, that uh, was sort of the, yeah, I was going to stay in school, but it just didn't, uh, you know, my father having been, I think my father never graduated college either. He had left, uh, uh, to go into the Navy. Okay. Uh, and so I think it wasn't that, that big a deal for my parents. I think my, I think my father was like, Hey, if he can, you know, if, uh, my father sort of always, he was in the grocery business, but he many times said if he hadn't been in the grocery business, he would have wanted to be in the food business or the restaurant business. Oh, so he so must I have loved he, your vision. I, he did. He kind of, I think he had, he had fun with it. You know, he would stay a little involved. He was careful not to get, be too heavy handed. Uh-huh. You know, we had this young partnership, uh, but actually my father was smart. He kept, he kept, he, it was his money at, you know, he had this name on the dotted line. So he kept 52%, Ooh. but he didn't, he didn't, you know, dictate what was going on. So he let you run the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. But, Me and this other partner, that partnership ended up being challenging. And, uh, we bought him out after a few years. It was just, it wasn't a good, wasn't a good, uh, relationship. That it's always tough. I mean, our, my first business partnership, you know, it ended amicably, but same type yeah, of thing. You, you, you learn know? a lot. Yeah. It, there's, you know, partnerships are, yeah, I, I don't think it's just like a marriage. It is. People uh-huh. say that, right. And it, you can, there's no accounting for it. It works like there's trust and mutual support. So my current business partner mm-hmm. owns half our company as my ex-wife. Okay. We were married actually, you know, we, we, I drove her car for my original job at Domino's. That's how far really? we go back. So we got married, you know, we got married. She, she was there when I bought my partner out uh-huh. and she got involved in the business then. And uh, so we've had just really an amazing partnership. And Jeff, tell she us, how have you been able to deal with being mature through that? Cause I know a lot of marriages when they don't work, it's tough for people to even still talk, let alone work together. What has yeah, that been like? I don't, you, that's the way you say, you know, who you knows you try, uh, I think, Frankly, one good thing was uh, when when we split up, that was early on in the Lenny's days. We had just opened Lenny's. We'd gone into debt hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, probably half a million dollars. Uh, and uh, we didn't, you know, you get divorced, you got this business that's your livelihood, you know, you're going you're gonna to keep after it. You know, you, you don't want to give it to the lawyers for sure right now if you got a if you got a pot of money sitting there and people are jockeying trying to get that I think that's when the war of the roses kind of stuff happens you know you're just you're fighting over this thing we didn't we didn't have anything so it actually you know, helped you guys work I think, together I really think it did you know you didn't get uh, you know you didn't I mean uh, we weren't happy with each other but but um, yeah we've always had a bond that's amazing and what would you say with Pizza X? When did you realize it was going to be a fixture in the community to stay? Oh, it took about 20 years. 20 years? Well, maybe. I mean, yeah, it took a long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah. Ju- and- I mean, it took five years before it was really cash flowing, you know? 
uh, and then took a, um, you know, and then we, so that's one store has become five stores. We, we built out five stores. It took us about how long? 20 years. Okay. And we haven't opened another store uh, since then. So that's five stores in Bloomington. And then we've just been building, building that. We can serve Bloomington really quite well in the Bloomington area with five stores. And we just try to keep making it better, better, and stronger. It's a huge pizza market here. Uh, uh, you know, we, we've got a nice chunk of it, uh, but we're, we can still grow. And the delivery thing, as you know, has gotten just exploded in the last... 10 years there's just the uh, demand for delivery generally and pizza's also been a beneficiary of that i mean it used to be just you know what you could order food was pizza yeah you know, i can order anything but still pizza has grown along with it and jeff do you see anything because i noticed for example one of our markets they just rolled out robot deliveries with the campus do you see there being a lot of changes in the years to come in pizza delivery itself uh I don't think that much. I mean, robots, I'm not into them. They don't eat pizza. Yeah, there you we go. So, <laughs> I love know, that so answer. I, I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> I say, you know, this stuff, this tech stuff gets all sorts of, you know, all, it catches all the eyeballs because that's what a lot of tech is about is catching eyeballs. And But I think, uh, yeah, I guess the self, I guess the driverless cars is the thing. But I mean, at some point, yeah, I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to it. I, I like it. people. People eat food. If we, I gotta support the peeps you for know, sure, or, or we don't have a business. So. And Jeff, that's what I want to talk to you about <laughs> next. What I really admire about you that I'm trying to learn as I build my business more is community building. Uh -huh. And from your, uh, you know, the governor watch parties to trying new foods at your restaurants, your kitchen shares, opening up to the community, how you've bought Loche Farms to provide even more organic products for people. Can you just go about how that's just part of your DNA? Because it seems like a lot of your decision-making really does revolve around that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, there's... Well, uh, I think at some level some at some point we uh start to understand that maybe how we always thought of uh the i and the other are not all that distinct that there's there's you know there's connection so this oneness right this you know it's in all sorts of religions and uh i think that um you i think i think in running the business from early on, because I was doing, you know, I've, I was, I've done every job and every, everything that we've created, with the exception of brewing beer. I haven't brewed much beer. <laughs> okay. But, uh, uh, but in the restaurant business. So we design, I've designed, as we've grown the business, we've tried to, tried to do it in such a way. It's really important, I think, that the people in the organization, I was, I was that person. So I'd sort of understand the motivation and, and the need for people to feel uh, involved and respected, you know, at every level. Uh, and so, and the larger community is that way as well, that, you know, the community wants to be respected. And if you give respect uh, to the institutions that are around you and the other people that are around you, your customers, you know, we have this natural thing. It's natural in the food business because it's hospitality. We always think, I mean, there's a, there's in every culture, there's a, there's a, 
there's amazing senses of hospitality, not in every culture probably, but, but so, so often around the world, the idea that a guest, you know, a guest is a gift from God, that idea, or, mm-hmm. you know, so, so the, the restaurant business is kind of primed for that, the food business. We share food, you know, that's what humans do at some level. And then at some point we start, uh, selling food to each other and that's okay I don't I don't mind I I don't uh, I think commerce is a is a wonderful thing it's the I mean it's what we do uh, but we also love to sh- we love to share food and part of being I think in the restaurant business is this idea that you know you're hosting or you're you're sharing your food with people you're you, um, uh, uh, nobody can is ever allowed to buy me food at my restaurant. You know, if you're like, I want to buy, no, I, sorry, I, it just uh, you can't do that. So uh, I don't know. So the community thing I think develops for all of us. We we start to um, we start to understand what it is that that um, uh, which is it. Well, you know, there our company name. We we once we had two restaurant concepts I wanted to have an overarching name and we chose this name One World Enterprises mm-hmm. the idea of that really has always been for me that we're all in this together you mm-hmm. know that we are all in this together so uh, uh, you can't just take you know we're part of we're part of this thing and and even I try to um, certainly I've just never really thought so much of the other as the other people in the restaurant business here uh, you know there's hundreds and hundreds of restaurants in Bloomington but they all feel they feel like my compatriots mm-hmm. uh, rather than my competitors and that 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 just creates a different feeling about uh, about going to work and going to live and you know if, if we're trying to make each other better somebody said uh, I took a drum I took a drumming class with uh, Jim Donovan, the drummer Rusted Root, who teaches drum drum circle facilitation. <laughs> okay. Of all things. But I remember his uh, he he said to people, what you're trying to do is make the group sound better. Yeah. Ooh. So so that's you know, I'm trying to make Bloomington feel better. Uh, you know, that uh, as we go on. Like that's community. That's amazing. And is that kind of how I feel like all of your projects have run in parallel with timing? Like just looking at your timeline of when you've gotten Lenny's off the ground, the brewery, the, uh, buying Loesch Farms. Would you say that all is off of intuition with when you feel like Bloomington really needs something? Yeah, yeah, that's a big a big part of it. I mean, not not the farm so much because we don't really, we aren't really doing a commercial farm. I'm not sure what we're going to do with, with there. I have some ideas, but they, the ideas I have for that farm take a lot of money. Okay. Uh, I was going to do Buffalo Mozzarella, but it, it didn't really. Work. That took a that oh. that was going to take a lot of money too. That would have been incredible. I know, uh, uh, but it's not big enough. But uh, but setting aside the farm, the other concepts we did. So Pizza Axe, Lenny's, Bloomington Brewing Company. These are kind of things that I've. Uh, uh, they're they've all they're creative projects for me. Sometimes I do them maybe too quickly. You know, I got bit by the craft beer bug before a lot of people did uh-huh. not as early as a lot of people too you know okay. a little older than me but um you know one of the more recent things we did was this uh uh, uh 10 years ago we started a catering company uh-huh. and we just built a new facility to house that catering company in a renovated old stone mill and that project we've been talking about doing for many years uh probably six or seven years finally started to come together so 
you know, you're in, you're, that's kind of how things start to happen. Somebody, uh, my friend owned this old stone mill and really wanted to do, he thought it'd make it a great event space. Uh-huh. And we had a catering company and I, I thought it'd be a great idea too. So those, the, how these uh, new projects come together, they've got a, they've sort of got to catch my eye and sparkle in some way. I don't do them for the money, uh-huh. for sure. I mean, they, they have to make economic sense because uh-huh. I've had stuff that didn't make economic sense that was sparkly, uh-huh. and, you know, cost hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, and those are painful uh-huh. because they also, besides the money, they took a lot of work and love and stuff that ended up it just ended up it died Uh so i did you know you don't want to do stuff that dies Mm. um uh, so yeah the restaurant that we did most recently hive um um we're gonna go there in the morning can't wait uh we're uh this is a fast casual restaurant this uh iu had approached us iu foundation had a property pretty close to campus they wanted a local operator to do a do a restaurant in there like fast fresh healthy and uh, uh, we loved the location and they gave us a very fair rent deal and so I created a restaurant um, concept from scratch for that and uh, I loved doing that it, it was it was super fun and it, it's very easy for me I just feel like I could do this I could, I could just do that. I could do it. I, I love how that life. comes easy. I don't, you. I don't know uh, where it comes from, but the what I do is I'm not very creative. What I do is uh, the way I did that one is uh, as soon as we signed this lease, we didn't know what we were going to do, but we knew the space, the right kind of size space, like four thousand square feet. That's about right. So I hit the road, spent a week in Manhattan, a week in Miami, a week in Chicago. That I think are just all great restaurants towns and uh, I just immersed myself in the in the food scenes I remember following you on Facebook yeah and that was and so I came back to Bloomington all these ideas I took lots of notes um, came back and stuff it you know I'd be like oh I love that there so I came back and and put the best ideas that I thought I'd seen in sort of a cogent way that worked together and and it turned in and I think I think the concept is great and uh, it's a little weird. I mean, we've got you know, uh, uh, we have pie. Pie is our dessert. We've got cinnamon rolls in the morning. We've got Reuben sandwich. You've got uh, you know bowls that are like you know seven, eight, nine, ten different ingredients. It's sort of a lunch bowl. You know, uh, carb, veggie, protein. So you're catering all palates pretty much. Yeah, in a in a fast casual way, but it, but it all it works together. To me, it's like it's how I might imagine a musician making an album. You know, like a restaurant is an album. It's all kind of got to work together. But there are these if the menu items are kind of songs. Uh-huh. You know, they also take to get them just right. And there's there's a lot of elements in a menu item uh, and how you want it to um, to hit somebody. So it's, I love doing that. Was so much fun. Uh, what the only drag about it was, I was always I was already doing this uh, Woolery project, this big catering uh-huh. thing. So I was already busy with really as big a project as we've ever done. But this thing comes up in the middle of it. This uh, this this other opportunity, and so I had to do two at once. And that has nearly killed us, frankly, because they open they opened like a week apart. 
So, know. Jeff, how do you? What would you say for? Obviously, you've opened multiple establishments successfully. Somebody that's looking to get into the restaurant industry and even open their first establishment, yeah. you're yeah. able to launch to it once successfully. How do you go about that? What's the best piece of advice you would give somebody? Well, what? Well, yeah. Okay. So uh, the, um, you, I think the. I think the first one, the first thing I felt, I feel so lucky that I've done it the way I have, where the first thing we started was this very, very simple pizza delivery business. Okay. I mean, it's really simple compared to the other stuff we've done. I love how easy you make it seem. Yeah. I mean. Well, it's, I mean, it, there's not, yeah, obviously none of them are easy, but, uh, but you can't imagine how hard the hard ones are, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what, and we, the stuff, you know, these, uh, if you have an entrepreneurial bent, um, uh, which a lot of your listeners do, I'm sure that, uh, uh, things always seem easier. (laughs) They seem easier than they are. It's still, you know, I, I've yet to bring a project in on budget or to have it be as simple as I thought it was going to be. Nothing is. And I've had year, you know, decades of experience, but you know, I'll, I'll talk to people who, you know, are really fired up to start something and, you know, look at, look at Chipotle, you know, it started in Denver, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you look at that, that is a beautiful concept, I uh-huh. mean, how simple it was. I was in the first Chipotle. Really? My nephew lived in Denver and took me and he's like, the, you know, back this 20 years ago, and uh-huh. it's like, oh, we got to go to this, you know, place. And uh, like I was enamored with that that concept. I was gonna I was gonna start one in Bloomington, <laughs> really, but I just didn't have time. Oh. Like I was gonna start a one of the many, like, yeah, yeah, you know, because I love the concept. So the simplicity, the smart guys. If you're if you're smart, you're gonna try to do something really, really focused and simple. Like less is more because you can you can do it so much better, uh-huh. especially in food. You know, I mean. Food is hard to do consistently. Um, uh, if you wanted to use better ingredients and sell it at a price that people can afford, you also got to find economies of scale. You got to find ways to ways to reduce your costs so you can afford to buy a better product mm. instead of buying just crap ingredients. You know, so you've got to you got to have volume. Uh, I see if if something if you open something that's too complex at the beginning you just you're you're so it'll eat you you know it'll just Mm -hmm. eat you alive and you can maybe never get you can never get out of it because nobody can you can't turn it over to somebody just spread to it then yeah i think so yeah gotcha so are there any new projects on the horizon at the moment well uh you know our the building where we opened our original pizza x store and lenny's Mm -hmm. uh 10 years later almost that's slated for redevelopment okay. by the university, and there's gonna, uh, and we've just found a place on another corner of campus to move the restaurant, Lenny's. Okay. Uh, and so that's that's our project for the next three months. As soon as graduation is done, we're doing that, and then Pizza X is gonna also move into a new building that they're move, building next door to that. So our original store is gonna move. Uh, in about another year and a half, probably. Okay. But I wanna, I wanna adjust. I wanna do. We're gonna that that uh, that redevelopment is gonna make it a lot more pedestrian friendly. That area of campus for people in Bloomington, they're moving the the buildings to the street. They're gonna put offices up above. 
it's going to feel more urban and more pedestrian oriented right now that center that shopping center has a big parking lot in front of it so people are walking across the parking lot to get to the storefronts so oh. this is going to kind of make it more more urban feeling oh that's exciting and i want to i want to change our pizza x model uh at that store to be more pedestrian friendly uh we don't really do, we well we don't do any by the slice you know it's all whole pizza delivery uh -huh. is our model and i want to i want to bring a really unique interesting by the slice thing into the, oh into that that's awesome about. yeah so that's going to be my new creative outlet once we get Lenny's moved. I love how you always have something on the agenda, Jeff. Yeah. It keeps I, you young. I, it does. I, I could use a, I'm hoping there's a break before I have to really do start working on Pete Sachs because I need a, I've been going at it for, this is three big developments in the last three years. Well, the Lenny's move will make four and four years. Time for another Asia trip? Yeah, I like to get on the bike and get out onto the other side of the world. That that heals me. Sounds amazing. I love how you do that. And Jeff, to end this, what would you say your last meal on earth would be? Huh. Um, my last meal on earth. Oh, I know, that's it's an a tough interesting. one. I've never considered that. I hope I'm not, you know, sick to my stomach. That'd be. That'd well, it be won't. Drag. It won't matter. That's the yeah, beauty of it. I guess that's right. I, <laughs> I, you know, maybe a, maybe a pepperoni mushroom onion pizza. But let me tell you, mushrooms. Not. Uh, I'm old school, and I love a canned mushroom. That's Ooh. what pizza back in the early days. Uh -huh. All the mushrooms are canned. They have a little bit of a different thing. Okay. And I know now we all eat fresh mushrooms. Which yeah, I used to. Arguably really better probably but but i still get a taste for pepperoni mushroom onion pizza but the onions in about april may is when we get the nice onions from the south from uh, you know when it's vidalia onion time those onions are sweet and crisp that's the time to always get onions on your pizza like may about easter time okay on for the next few months wow i i love that jeff there you go man i really appreciate the time you're awesome and i'm pumped for tonight with you too okay it'll be fine have a great one i'll talk to you soon buddy Thanks, Thank you